I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to On Deck with Stan C. On this show, I want to tell the real stories behind the real people behind the mic. And we're here, season finale. And I'm going to get into this as we get to the proper conversation with my former partner, Cheska Litankala, who's going to be doing me a huge solid and helping me parse through this conversation about mental health. See, when I started this season of the podcast, I really intended for it to be my way of sharing my own story. And a big part of that is me coming to terms with my mental health, being more open about it and getting to a place where I can just talk about it freely, be more liberated about it just so I can help destigmatize the conversation about mental health and all that. So yeah, that's what Cheska and I are going to get into as we wrap a bow around season four of On Deck with Stan C. If you like the show and enjoy all the content you've been getting, I'd really appreciate it if you could follow the podcast on Spotify. And after you've checked out an episode, please give it a five-star rating. It really means a lot to me and to Podcast Network Asia. All right, here we go. It's time to get to the meat and potatoes of it all. Here's my conversation with my very good friend, Cheska Litonkalao, on the season finale of On Deck with Stan C. This is the season finale of the show and throughout much of this season, I've really been making an effort to share more of my story, reveal my own stories. And it's been a process that has really required me to dig deep into some stories that I haven't really been able to tell in the past and dig deep into some feelings that I haven't really opened up about at all. So as much as it has been a journey for me, I really appreciate how it's also allowed people to find a safe space to reach out and send a DM, send a tweet, an Instagram story reply. Thank you to everybody who's been part of this season as well. The very few guests that I've had on and of course, the trust that we've all built for ourselves throughout this season. Now, for this week on the pod, I did mention towards the end of last week's episode that I'm inviting another old friend, a returning guest on the pod, someone who I'd like to say on the record which is very ironic given the title of her podcast, (laughs) uh, that she has been very, very helpful and instrumental in my own journey towards being open about my own mental health. Please welcome my former partner on Wave 89.1, the great Cheska Litoncalo. Wow, he threw in the great. What? (laughs) I was about to throw in legendary, but like... No, 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 stop it. (laughs) Thank you so much for doing this Thank you for having me again. Of course. This has been an ongoing discussion. We've been talking about these things that we're about to get into on the pod for a few years now, basically since the time that we shared a radio show together. So just a quick backgrounder on our little working relationship here. We started boarding together towards the end of 2018, if I'm not mistaken. And it went on for a little over a year. And throughout that time, I was finding myself in a space where... I knew that something was off, but I wasn't sure how I was going to address it. And the reason why Sinabi ko kanina in your intro was that you were very helpful in helping me unpack that stuff is mostly because our shows and the time that we spent together at the station, I always saw that as a very safe space. Thank you. That's a massive compliment. I'm really glad that I was able to help you find that safe space, especially in 
an environment where we had to be together every single morning for how long was that? Over a year? I yeah, mean, pretty much, pretty much over yeah. a year. And like what a lot of people don't get is that even if nasa radio ka, syempre hindi naman laging on cam, di ba? Like you and I would mm-hmm. come in, minsan laspag na itsura natin. <laughs> because like we wouldn't care. It's it's a radio show, di ba? But you would still have to have that performance level on. And sometimes it's really hard to get to that performance level when your mind is not in the right zone. Yep. Especially because it was radio. The medium that we had was no one could see our faces. We couldn't just plaster on a fake smile. It had to, whatever energy we had, it had to push through our voices, the way we spoke. And honestly, sometimes that's even harder (laughs) because... Again, if there's a camera on you, even if you don't talk, you can just put on a fake smile and people think you're okay. But on radio, number one, there can't be any dead air. Number two, when you do speak, it still has to have substance. And it's not easy thinking of the right things to say or the right words to use when you are not okay internally. Yeah, yeah. That last bit was... I guess yung pinaka important, in, uh, especially since nga, tao rin naman tayo. We all go through our own stuff. One of the things that stood out to me was how there was one instance where I just knew you weren't okay the minute you opened the door. I knew you weren't okay, and then I made sure not to troll you that morning. One of the first things you said to me was that you'd lost your cat, and I knew na uh, you know Severus was very important to you, and yes. that you just weren't in the mood. To mess around, to even joke around, and dun palang na establish na yung boundary na okay, uh, yeah. hanggang dito lang gagawin natin. And that was one of the first times na I, I realized na parang, okay, you know, you really kind of have to be in the right headspace if you want to put on a productive show. This is going to be an interesting discussion because, as you mentioned earlier, that safe space, that safe environment where you feel that it's okay to be yourself is very important. In the sense that, especially since there was a period where it was just the two of us doing the show. Yeah. Hindi tayo pwedeng sabay right. na hindi okay. Because if one person was having an off day, the other person had to put in a little bit more effort to carry the show. And that was fine. Like, that's fine. If you were having an off day, it's okay, Stan. I got you. I'll take care of the show. If I'm having an off day, I know that you're going to do what it takes to put on a good show as well. And that was honestly so important. And that mattered so much because at the end of the day, we are there to do a job. And there are certain situations, certain emotions that prevent you from doing that job as well as you could. And that's why having the right partner matters. Because... You have your moments when you feel the need to rant. Yeah. Yeah. Diba? Yeah. And when I get in those moods, it's funny because I don't even I don't even remember how this started. But maybe it's also maturity in the sense that you've been doing radio for so long. I have also been in broadcasting, well, not necessarily radio, but I've also been in broadcasting for quite some time. Mm-hmm. that we knew how things worked. We knew how things had to work. But the relationship between us, it was weirdly automatic. Something clicked. Hindi, hindi ko something, something clicked. Hindi, yeah. ma, hindi pinpoint exactly when those mood swings started. And then we <laughs> just... Because we really did have our days. Come on. It was over a year. We were working together for over a year. It was impossible that all the days were glorious. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just one of those. And Sarge even mentioned this. He was like, Kaya mo si Stanley. Okay. So I don't know if it's the age. (laughs) I don't or. um, The experiences or maybe there's there are certain similarities and certain differences that we acknowledged and worked on, maybe not necessarily discussed with each other because those discussions came much later. Yeah, yeah. But the adjustments happened for some reason very naturally. I think for me, I came into the morning show even before you came on. Na, na may baggage ako. 
Na I have a history of having partners where the working relationship ended poorly. So I had okay. that history with me. And I went into Wave and then the morning show on Wave thinking that I gotta not screw this up. Like whoever gets partnered with me, I gotta make sure that the working relationship does not end on a very bad note. So I had that in mind. But everybody also has their own baggage coming in, right? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, like when we started working together, it just became easy. Like the on-air banter was easy, but the off-air banter was even more enjoyable because like there would be times that the, the periods of silence wouldn't exist. And the periods of silence, for those of you who don't work in radio, at the time na the music is just playing and hindi nagpapansinan mm-hmm. yung parehong hosts. And those periods of silence also happened between us, but not a whole lot. Not, not a lot that I remember. And I think it's because something just worked. Na parang I just felt comfortable. Yeah, I told you a while ago, like, I can't pinpoint the exact moment. But it developed into something. How did we start talking about mental health? Did I open up to you about my... Your issues? I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. Or did I open up to you because you opened up to me? Probably the latter. I, yeah, probably okay. the latter. Because when we started working together, I was also tiptoeing around eggshells. Like with any yeah. person that ends up becoming your katrabaho or your friend, you're trying to figure out what can you talk about, what can you not talk about. Yeah. So I guess nauna akong mag-open up na para, okay, like this is my baggage. These are the things that I deal okay. with. When that discussion happened, I think it was more of because I suffer from anxiety as well. I have my own history that maybe isn't that now's not the time to discuss it. But sure, yeah, yeah. I you, would you are yeah, you are aware of what I've been through and the steps that I took. And we talked about this, how how work was a wonderful distraction for me. Right. Yeah. Because I when I would go to work, I was on autopilot. I knew what I was doing. I was comfortable with what I was doing. Because when you're at work, you focus on the work itself and you're not thinking of whatever it is that's going on in your life. But that day I came in when my cat died and I really wasn't okay, I think I flat out said, I'm not okay today. Yeah. Oh, and now now it's coming back. And then I just told you that I'm going to need a little bit more help with the show. Yeah. Because I am not okay. And you willingly took that on. You didn't bug me. You didn't make me colette. You didn't have your sarcastic quips. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on air, it still sounded like nagaasarad parentayo or we were still having a good time. But off air, you'd let me have my quiet time. Yeah. And there were also, you know, a couple of days where you came in. And immediately, immediately, I knew you were in a bad mood. And it was also the same thing. On air, jokes, cuento, whatever. Off air, what happened? Yeah. Okay, do you want to talk about it? If you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. From my experience uh, in radio, I was trained to compartmentalize the minute you walk in. Now, it doesn't matter if you're not okay. You don't even have to tell your partner. So when the mics yeah. are on, you're working. Yeah. So parang medyo old school pa yun eh, na you don't even open up to the person you're working with na, Oi, uh, check the ako yeah. okay today ah. You know what I mean? Like it took me a few years, basically yung point na magkatrabaho na tayo for me to actually open up and say na, alright, my mind's just not in the right space right now. I can't do this alone. You know, and, and yeah. that's a big burden not to carry eh. And you mentioned the, the anxiety that you deal with. For years, I didn't know how to address yeah. my own issues. And right around the time that we were partners, I just began to open up na, you know what? I feel like my heart's pounding a little too fast. I'm very restless. And that's also right around the time that you told me na, maybe it's time that you sought professional help. Because recurring pattern na tong mga kinekwento mo. Nobody ever told me that before. That was a breakthrough moment na parang I, I, I had somebody I worked with actually tell me that, hey, maybe, you know what, maybe uh, getting professional help with this is probably a good idea. Because you're carrying around a lot of anger. When we would have these talks off air, the way you spoke and the stories you told, like I could feel there was a lot of anger and bitterness because of certain things that happened in your past. And 
I didn't want you to carry that for the rest of your life. And as therapeutic or off-air conversations were, the kind of help I could give you, the kind of conversations we could have, they had a limit because I was not equipped to handle the kind of rage that you had to let go of. Uh, thank you for the for the word rage. Yeah, um, that's, that's very because accurate. Because that was, there was a lot of rage. Yeah, yeah. See, I'll get into it since this is my podcast anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, during this time, okay. one of my old bullies from, from school had resurfaced in my life. And it was a very unpleasant time. Very unpleasant interactions. And in a moment of weakness, I tweeted about the interaction. Very petty of me. Very immature in retrospect. And nakarating dun sa bully. And it so happened that when I tweeted it out, it was his wedding day. So he was none too pleased. He was really, really upset. And he started talking all sorts of shit about me in Viber groups, kung saan saan, calling me cuss words, gay slurs, all of that really bad stuff. So that really affected me because I knew that there was another big event happening na very important to me where I would have to interact with this person again. So there was really a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, and also a lot of rage that was bubbling up. And to me... I'm sorry to put it this way, but like you were one of the few people I was in close proximity to. So like parang my instincts were <laughs> these are my shock absorbers. And like at some point you were like, Stan, you're going to have to get some help with this one. And, and it gets quick. Kasi, you know, parang like you're, you're my colleague, you're my friend, but you're not equipped with the skills to properly deal with right? all of my shit. I knew you had to let things go. I just didn't know how to help you let them go. Yeah. My role was to listen and just try to console you, comfort you, maybe, again, point you in the right direction that I I really didn't want you to hold on to this because it really sounded like you had been holding on to this rage for so long. Oh, yeah. No shit. <laughs> and when you, when you hold on to things like that, it eats away at you and it comes out in your personality because it becomes part of you. Eh. I, I see what you're saying. I didn't know you as hate-filled Stan. I knew you as sarcastic, loco-loco <laughs> Stan who would, stay, who would say stupid shit to me and piss me off at 7 o'clock in the morning. But that kind of anger festering inside you, I didn't know how to pull that out of you and have you throw it away. Here's the thing. I didn't even know that that class anger was actually a mental health issue. When people talk about mental health, because yeah, there's such a stigma surrounding mental health. Nah, oh, oh, you're you're not right in the head. These very unhealthy assumptions about mental health. People don't realize that even something like unresolved anger from deep-seated issues that date back to like childhood or adolescent years. These are mental health-related concerns. Now, I didn't think that oh, I could actually get help. And the fact that you you know, who, who's someone who's more established than I am in the entertainment scene would be like, it's actually okay to get professional help. That made it okay for me to reconcile that idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you shrinking? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, so no, you actually made it normal for me. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I, I am glad I had kind of a purpose in your life. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm going to turn the tables around and I'm going to interview you. Wow. Um, <laughs> so when you finally took that step, yeah, I remember it took a, you were really looking for someone to talk to. I think uh, you initially wanted to go to a therapist. Yeah, yeah. When you finally got to your first session, if you're okay to talk about it, how did you guys tackle the things that you, I feel like the first session was more like a getting to know you. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Jessica Jones. Because in Jessica Jones, whenever she meets like a client, she always says, start from the beginning. Yeah. So when I got there for my very first session, yun din, parang very start from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I had to start with the immediate cause, the immediate yeah. event that triggered everything. And there was a part of me na parang, una inisip ko mahal siya. Like booking a, yeah. a, a counseling session yeah. or a session with a therapist, a psychiatrist, nisha cheap, especially here mm -hmm. in the Philippines where, you know, we have such a long way to go. So una palang, hurdle na yun for me. And then second, it was justifying that economic hurdle because kuripot ako. So, 
both you and a friend of mine who was also going through therapy at the time, both of you said na the money is a means to an end. Na kumikita ka naman eh. Gamitin mo to go pursue mental wellness. So yun, I found a bit of comfort knowing that, yeah, I'm paying for someone to basically help me sort out my shit in a professional way. So there was that. And when I started talking, siguro within the first five to ten minutes, I found it easy na because it felt like this person doesn't really know who I am. So I could just tell them everything without them really judging me. As opposed to yung nga, another friend. Like kanina, sabi mo na, I don't know you to be this hate-filled person. Dun pala, that's an assumption already about who I am as a, as a human being, right? But like this person, this therapist, doesn't know who I am at all. So like starting off on a blank slate, it's actually kind of relieving. Okay. Well, I feel like one of the benefits of talking to a complete stranger mm. because you can lay everything out there. Yeah. But there's also something about talking to someone who knows you. I mean, I hadn't known you for that long. I yep. mean, obviously, our, our friendship started when we started working together. You had your rants. You had your moments. But it was all coming from wanting things to be better. Like, whether you're ranting about politics, whether you are ranting about certain... It was, it, was, it was coming from a place of wanting things to be better. But that particular rant... That issue, it was different. It was deep-seated. It was heavy. It just came from somewhere really dark. Yeah. And that's when I realized that you needed to get professional help. Right. Because any amount of ranting, any amount of bitching, it wasn't going to do anything unless you got to the source of it. Unless you got to address the source. And that was buried under years and years and years of your coping mechanisms that you needed to uncover. It's time to take our first break so I can let you know about one way you can support the podcast through your online shopping. Of course, you mga sales, they never go away on your favorite shopping apps. But did you know that you can actually help out this podcast with your online shopping at no extra cost to you? That's right, you can do that over on Shopee. So just whip out your mobile phone and type in this URL on your mobile phone browser. It's podlink.co slash on deck. Again, it's podlink.co slash O-N-D-E-C-K. It'll take you straight to the app. From there, just add to cart and check out. And a portion of what you spend will go to this podcast and to Podcast Network Asia. Again, at no extra cost to you. So once again, the link is podlink.co slash on deck. Type it on your mobile phone browser right now. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Actually, may nakalimutan pa akong ishare to complete the puzzle here. Aside from your conversations natin, there was another turning point that led me to believe that parang, okay, I think it's time to head in this direction where I talk to a professional. And I think nakwento ko to sa'yo eh. I was doing a story about mental health. A sports-related story on yeah, mental you health. Me. And one of the people I interviewed shared a story of some of the darkest thoughts that they'd had in their brain. And during that conversation, sobrang nakakatindig balahibo when 
yung thoughts na nilayout niya were similar thoughts that I'd had. And I was like, oh shit, that's not good. Like if this person who's very open about their dark thoughts, yeah. pareho kami nang iniisip at our lowest moments and they needed help, I think I might need help too. So yeah. it was like a wake-up call, uh, that incident. Like I say this candidly because it was like a light bulb moment for me. Na parang, parang di na to okay ah. And like if you're listening to the podcast and you're going through something similar, it's okay to recognize the thoughts. But I hope that it serves as a wake-up call for you that it did for me. Yeah. Obviously, acting on those thoughts is a little <laughs> terrifying already. <laughs> so hopefully, before it reaches that point. Obviously, when you're going through things, I hope you run to the people who care about you. I hope you run to the people who love you because they can serve as, again, your sounding board, your quote-unquote temporary therapists. Yeah, your support system. That support system is so important. Not everyone is as lucky to yeah. have the kind of support system that gets you through some really dark days. But even if, let's say, you don't have that kind of support system, even if, let's say, you don't have those friends or you feel that you'd rather deal with things by yourself, trust me, please don't. There are professionals. Kung ayaw mong kausapin yung mga kaibigan mo, kung ayaw mong kausapin pamilya mo, if you don't want to open up to the people closest to you about the dark thoughts in your mind, there are paid professionals for this. <laughs> Yeah. Um. <laughs> sobrang ano lang, sobrang hassle lang, especially during this time, you know, coming off of the elections last month. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of psychological services, they, they kind of get backed up in terms of yeah. yung, yung mga pila. Hassle lang yun. But at the time that I first booked the session, it wasn't so hard. I just had to wait a bit. Mm-hmm. And part of me was also wondering at the time, na parang, why did I have to wait? In the first place. Like, if I had known that this was okay, I would have done this long ago. But I didn't because there's that stigma. It's hard to talk about, right? Even even you and me uh, having this conversation, we dance around certain things. And and it's really coming from that that stigma, which continues to exist. And also, not everyone can afford it. Yeah. That's that's also something that's stopping a lot of people from seeking professional help because that money could go to food on the table, to gas, to transportation, to, you know, so many other things that actually really need to be paid for that mental health takes a backseat because how much is one session? So, syempre, iisipin ng tao na sa iba ko nalang gagastusin yan. Kaya ko naman siguro to. Or you end up suffering through it. You add to that how I'm not going to speak for anyone, but like my Chinese Filipino upbringing is also very go to work today, go to work today. Like, unless mm-hmm. I am physically unable to get up out of bed and leave the house, kailangan kung pumasok, kailangan kung magtrabaho. It's an immigrant mentality. Eh. Like, yung mga grandparents ko or the generation that came before them, to them, it was all about survival mode, right? So, I guess na passed down din yun. And I've talked about this with other Chinois. Apparently, it's a thing. <laughs> uh, but okay. but I'm, I'm not going to speak like for everybody here. But I also carried that with me. I don't have time to be sad. I don't have time to be angry. I don't have time to like sort out my issues. So, that was another obstacle that I felt like, ugh. How do I resolve this so that I can finally get to that point where I recognize I need help? Okay. So not, again, not everyone has that person that'll help them realize that they do need help. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that I helped you get to that point. But again, not everyone gets to have those conversations. Especially when you're working a nine to five, especially when you have a family, when you're busy trying to put food on the table, you're busy trying to survive. Some people, again, just shift into autopilot. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. they just need to do the things that they need to do. So what else can people do? You know, how else do they reach a point where, first of all, they acknowledge that they need the help? Uh Uh-huh. Acknowledging is a completely different battle 
because a lot of us are in denial. Also, like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't need anyone. I'm fine. I don't need to do anything about this. Like, it'll blow over. I'll wake up tomorrow. I'll be better. So acknowledging is one thing. And actually seeking help is a completely different conversation. For me, it was really getting to that point where in acknowledge ko siya, I kind of wanted to have other people who would have normalized it for me. Which is why yung sobrang grateful ako na when we met, we were both at a point where we could freely have these conversations or you know, we got to that point. I'm actually amazed that slowly there are public figures who are more open about their mental health struggles. Kasi ang laking bagay na nagagawa nun eh for everyone else who carries that stigma with them. And I don't know how these other public figures get to that point or how we get more public figures to like, because like, I don't consider myself that much of a public figure, which is why I'm freely talking about my shit right here. <laughs> I think more, again, like more and more people are being open about it because we, we all know someone. We all know someone. It's It's impossible that every single person in our lives is just this perfectly well-rounded, healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we all have our own histories. We all have our own stories. It's just how we deal with what happens to us that, you know, affects how we, how we move on in life. In your case, you buried something deep inside you and just kept piling things on top of it until you encountered that particular person and it triggered your past to come like bursting out from underneath everything that you buried it under. And that was not healthy. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's also not healthy trying to drink your sorrows away. Yeah. And yeah, because like the night that I had to encounter this person again, Shampre, it was like a weekend. I couldn't call my therapist and be like, yeah. Oi, I need to talk like right now. Yeah. I just climbed down to the bottom of a bottle of whiskey that yeah. night. And hindi rin siya healthy, alam mo yun. Like, after the fact, I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm good. I survived the day. But like, it also hit me na hindi rin sustainable to na. I can't yes. keep drinking every time I get triggered by by people or by events or by words. Yeah. So th- that's another discussion. Coping mechanisms. Because my coping mechanism before was work. I would drown myself in work. And at that time, at my lowest, I was insanely busy. But when work ended, I had no idea how I was supposed to handle everything. Because my coping mechanism was pushing things to the side, forgetting it for a few hours in a day. At the end of the day, when I was home at night, I couldn't sleep. It was either I was crying or I just couldn't sleep because I had so many thoughts running through my head or thinking I don't want to wake up tomorrow because it's going to be the same thing over and over again. So clearly, distraction is <laughs> very temporary. It is, so, it is. And drinking isn't exactly great either yeah, because you can't drink every single day. So I, I wish I wish my coping mechanism was healthy. Like, okay, I feel like crap. I'm going to work out. But no. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not me either. That's not me either. No, I am the opposite. I am going to stay in bed. I'm going to eat. I'm going to sleep. Well, I'm going to try to sleep or I'm going to look for something to drink or whatever. But like, that's the problem. Our coping mechanisms aren't necessarily all that great either. <laughs> to be fair, I can share a coping mechanism that I've discovered through the pandemic that's actually been pretty good for me. Okay, what is? I don't know if I've shared this with you, but I didn't watch The Office when it ran from 2005 to 2013. I know okay. it was like such a huge sitcom at the time, but when I found it on Amazon, Dita Sa Pinas, I just found myself binging through it at the height yeah. of COVID. Like when COVID anxiety was at its peak for me and yung time din na the anti-terror law was being talked about, that really mm-hmm. scared the fuck out of me. I would spend my nights binging through episodes of The Office and just building some sense of familiarity with the characters, yeah. with the story, to the point na I'm on a rewatch right now to help ward off some yeah. really bad thoughts. So parang yun yung isang nice coping mechanism that yeah. I found because... I don't know if like a professional would back 
me up on this, but like I saw online that the reason why anxious people watch or rewatch shows is because they already know what happens, and that brings a level of comfort. I was gonna bring that up because my my show would be Friends. Yeah. I have seen Friends. Oh my goodness! From season one to the, I've seen it over and over and over. I could quote basically every episode. And my husband keeps asking me, he's like, why do you keep watching this show? Why do you just leave it playing in the background? You've seen it a billion times. But it's the familiarity. Yeah. Again. Like, even if I'm not facing the TV, I can just hear it somewhere in the background. And I still laugh at the jokes. I still, mm. you know what I mean? It's still comforting to me. Yeah. Either Friends or Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's like a comfort blanket, right? Yeah. It's just there. Like, in my case, my TV is like right next to my bed. It's just there. It yeah. keeps me company at night. I don't know about you, huh? but for me, like the worst thoughts come to me at night. Like especially late at night, pagdi ako makatulog, and I need something to hang on to so that I can find some form of relaxation. So there's yeah. that. Recently, it's also been my dad snoring. Like when I hear him snoring, mas nakatulog ako. Wow. Yeah. Because it's familiar. Yeah. Because it's familiar. There was also a point recently na ano na hindi ako makatulog because I dubbed this horror movie. And there was this really gruesome scene that's like now etched in my head. And I went to therapy for it. My therapist said that the reason why it's still in my head is it's a manifestation of the stress I'd been under during that time. So so I have that shit going on and I'm like, fuck, now how am I going to sleep? I decided to move away from my room because I couldn't sleep in my room. So I, I decided to sleep in the same room as the rest of my family where I could hear my dad snoring. So I could like calm myself down because it's familiar yung pag snore ng dad ko. Mm. But, but, but basically, the reason why I'm, I'm sharing this story is because it's a never-ending journey. Like, yeah. you, you don't go to one session and be like, ah, okay na ko. I've yeah. unpacked all my shit. Yeah. I have to ask, where are you on this journey? Because you already started that journey when you, you sought help. Yeah. And then you continued down that road. You, you consistently had your sessions. Did you ever go on medication or have you stuck mostly to therapy? So there was a point where I think I needed medical help. So mm-hmm. I actually talked to a psychiatrist a couple of years ago because something really traumatic happened to me in 2020. So like if you follow me on social media, you know what I'm talking about. Basically, I left a very toxic working environment that really drowned me in like infighting and gaslighting and bullying. Na sabi ko, I'm just not going to stand for this anymore. The more that I stayed connected to certain people on social media, trigger lang yung anxiety ko and my fear and everything. So it got to a point na hindi ako makatulog. And because I couldn't sleep, I knew na I probably needed help calming down and relaxing. Mm-hmm. So I talked to a psychiatrist and may pinescribe siyang meds at the time. So I took it like once or twice. But zooming back out in terms of like the journey... I think I'm at a point where I am more comfortable talking about it now, which is like why we're having this conversation mm-hmm. and why whenever somebody talks to me about how mabigat yung pinagdadaanan nila, one of the first things I ask is, have you thought about seeking professional help? It's always that. Because the way that you get rid of the stigma is by slowly being more open to talk about it. That's the way yeah. I see it. Yes. Like if you normalize it, First of all, I am so happy hearing you talk about this in this manner. Because if we look back at how this started, like the anger was overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know how you care. Yeah, but like I don't know how you carried that for so long. You're right. Mahirap siyang dalhin. Mabigat siya. Yeah. Do you feel better? Mm. So there are good days and there are bad days. I think like anyone who's ever started like getting help uh, mm-hmm. will tell you that there are good days and there are bad days. Yung isang common misconception kasi is that if you are seeing a therapist, for example, oh, there's a diagnosis, like there's a label, yeah. right? Like people look for that because it's stigma. Eh. Yeah. I don't have a label. Like I don't have a disorder according to the psychiatrist. Because yeah. I asked it. I, I really made sure to ask. Like we did tests and shit. But I know that the things I struggle most with are anger management yeah. and anxiety. Yeah. So it's really a matter of keeping it in check. 
Ini sa akin. I'm not gonna generalize it for everybody. Obviously, it's just a matter of knowing how to handle the mood swings when they come around. How to recognize the triggers. Yeah. We already know one particular trigger. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Because that was that was the catalyst. For <laughs> no, you you know what's you know you know what's another thing that helped when I was teaching in my first semester at UP. One of our benefits as instructors was to get psych services. So we saw a therapist that was accredited by the university, and we were working through some of my issues. And I really appreciated how this therapist was giving me worksheets, like actual documents. To jot down my feelings, yung overthinking ko, and then parang dinideconstruct niya. Like, why do you think this way? What is the reality? So, because I'm an overthinker and because I get anxious, it kind of helps to like have this worksheet in front of me to kind of sort through it. So, yeah, to go back to your question of like, where are you on this journey? I'm still learning to figure this shit out. Because hindi naman siya yung parang magic pill na oh magaling ka na. Let's take another break from my conversation with Cheska on the season finale of On Deck with Stan C, so I can let you know about another way you can support this podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. As you know, everything you want and need hashtag nasa Lazada yan. So all you have to do to support the show through your online shopping is to whip out your mobile phone and type in this URL on your browser. It's podlink.co slash ondecklazada. Again, it's podlink.co slash O-N-D-E-C-K-L-A-Z-A-D-A. From there, it'll take you straight to the app. Just add to cart and check out and a portion of what you spend will keep the lights on for this show and for Podcast Network Asia at no extra cost to you. So again, the Lazada affiliate link is podlink.co slash ondecklazada. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What are your coping mechanisms? Like now? Uh, Whenever. Well, there's the office, which uh, I talked about mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. I still drink from time to time. Okay. Since we kind of started opening up more salabas, I've been seeing friends more. Okay. Just because there's a bit of comfort reestablishing some normalcy in my life. I still talk. You know, I, I talk to you like off the record. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> I, I talk to other friends and I've learned from Inca Magnaya this thing where before I unload on someone, I ask, do you have the bandwidth? Ah, oh, that's so important. Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you. Because at this point, seriously, I feel like everyone's short on that bandwidth. Yeah. Where you can listen to other people unload because we are so drained from the past two and a half years. Oh, We're okay. so drained. Mm-hmm. And with with recent events, and I mean, it's just, don't be afraid to take an off day. Don't be afraid to turn off your phone. I mean, obviously, work work permitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> obligations, work permitting. obligations permitting because obviously not everyone has the luxury of being able to unplug. You know, yeah, unplug. But you'd be surprised even if it's just for half an hour of turning your phone off, of not talking to anyone, or just sit in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, just just sit in the bathroom for half an hour. Just pre- I I don't even you don't have to justify going to the bathroom, but I mean, you <laughs> uh-huh. and then just sit there and be quiet, like. Not even, I mean, I feel like everyone's going to be on their phones if you're sitting on the toilet, but whatever. You know, just scroll through 
I can't even say social media because there are so many things on social media that piss me off. <laughs> that, that, that's a slippery slope, my friend. But, okay. Or take a book with you or a magazine with you to the bathroom or some, or somewhere. Just go find go find this this place where you can be alone and no one will bother you even for just half an hour. Take, take, take a 15-minute nap somewhere. I don't know. But don't ever discount how alone time can benefit you. I know that one of your coping mechanisms is shooting people's heads off on Call of Duty. Yeah. And I respect that. <laughs> but my equivalent, my equivalent is uh, less bang-bang murder and more of enslaving <laughs> digital monsters because I play Pokemon to, <sighs> to also just manage my anxiety. Like after the elections, the night of the elections, I spent three hours just mindlessly playing Pokemon. Just to get my mind off of everything. So yeah, that's another thing that kind of keeps me grounded. I think I was in bed for a good two days after, after that happened. <laughs> yeah. Again, I know not everyone has the luxury of being able to take off whatever it is they need to be doing. But if it gets to a point where it's too much, if it gets to a point where you already know it's going to affect other aspects of your life, if you won't be able to perform at work, if you won't be able to take care of your family, it's okay to put yourself first. It's okay. One more thing that I want to get into uh, so we can try to cover as many bases as we can is protecting your peace. Because it's one thing oh, yeah. to find your peace. It's another matter altogether to actually oh, protect yeah. it, right? So protecting your peace for me is something that I'm still really figuring out. For some people, that's really establishing boundaries. Like one way I've decided to set boundaries is to just block people from social media. Like if uh, if there are people who have hurt me or who have wronged me, well, unfriend na lang or block na lang. I don't need to be connected to these people anymore. Um, I've stopped being the type of person I have to be friends with everybody on Facebook. Like I don't need that anymore. I don't need that energy. I think it's easier to set boundaries. How do I explain? I, it's because I... I'm older or I just don't have the patience for it anymore. Like if I'm going to if I'm going to spend time with people, it's going to be with people that I really care about. If I'm going to talk to people, it's going to be with people that I actually enjoy talking to unless obviously there are certain obligations that need to be fulfilled. We can't escape that no matter what. Yeah. We have we have things that we need to do. But again, it reaches a certain point where you need to also filter the people in your life because not everyone deserves to have that space in your life. Yeah. I'm catching your drift here. Even yung tipong, when people live in your head rent-free. Yeah. Because voila, uh, they're, they're always on your radar. Yun, I, I'm, I'm really doing what I can to, as you said, filter people out. Yeah. If I can survive a day na I don't think about a person who has wronged me, for me, that's a win. Because yeah. that means I was able to like insulate myself and protect myself from the thought of them hurting me again. Especially in the past two and a half years. Mm -hmm. If there's anything this pandemic has shown us, life is so short. We could lose people in the blink of an eye. So why spend your time thinking of these other people who have hurt you, who have wronged you, who show no remorse, yeah. who possibly show no remorse for what they've done to you, or maybe aren't even aware of what they did to you that made you feel bad. When there are so many people who are currently in your life that deserve far more attention and love. Amen. Speaking from personal experience, in 2020, after I'd had that traumatic incident where I had to cut off some people from my circles, from my life, gumaan ako in different ways. Like, I found myself no longer feeling yung anxious ka sa chest. Yung talagang yeah. your heart is beating super oh, fast or you're having a, a hard time breathing. Oh, so that disappeared. That. Pag may national issues yun, babalik siya. But like, in terms of like the work environment, <laughs> no wala siya. Um, that, that was also when I started to thrive in terms of my work. You know as well as I do how the pandemic really fucked up so many things for us career-wise. But mm -hmm. I was able to bounce back like right after I started cutting people off. 
that's where certain opportunities opened up for me. I got into imaging work for TV. WWE happened not long afterward. Mm-hmm. I started getting more bookings for commercials. Na parang, I don't know if, if it's energy related. I don't know if you believe in that. But like yeah. maybe kung nawala yung negative energy, big papasok yung positive yeah. energy, I sound like a guru. Jesus. Um, but like… <laughs> There's a part of me that believes that now because of that firsthand experience where after I said, mm-hmm. nah, you know what? I'm going to protect my peace. I, I'm not going to stand for this shit anymore. I'm going to take yeah. action and talk to a therapist to unload yeah. this shit. Bigla na lang gumanda yung career prospects ko. And I'm so, I'm so happy hearing this from you. I am so proud of you. I am so happy for you. We've had, again, we've had these discussions off air where… You had your moments. Again, you had your moments. You were questioning certain things. Right, yeah. But at the end of the day, look around you. Look at what you were able to achieve for yourself. Who would have thought that your childhood passion would become your career? Oh, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the, the reinforcement. Not everyone. Yeah. Not everyone gets Not everyone can that. get a seat at the table. Wise words. Somebody wise told me that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if directly related to after I decided to realize that I'm not going to stand for the toxic behaviors that are mm-hmm. happening around me. Na na all these good things happen. Because it's not perfect, eh, but like, you know, I could do with a better result from like last month. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not perfect. Yeah. Yung mundo natin. It's just that I've become a believer in trying to eliminate as many sources of baggage in my headspace yeah. as possible. Look at your growth. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, so I, I'm learning from, from so many people, from the best. <laughs> this is why I wanted to have an episode like this wrap up the season of the pod. Because people don't often understand that your mental health, your mental wellness is connected to all of these things. Now, if you are bogged down by all that toxicity, uh, by people who probably don't have your best interests in mind, it really affects what you do. And for people like us who you work not in often involves like facing other people, when you have all that shit weighing you down, it's going to be harder and harder to do your job. In terms of, again, like our career, our, our career path, it's so hard to get on air and just kind of push down <laughs> whatever you what I guess in any in any industry any obviously like people have to go to work people have to do things yeah but it really helps when you have someone who will back you up when you can't handle how your day is going and i am grateful that on the days where i wasn't okay you were more than willing to pick up the slack I think we were just very, very blessed to have that kind of a working relationship because not everyone gets that. I feel like I got to tell you, I'm really grateful. I was talking to Tien about this. I was with her like last week, I think. And you came came up very briefly. And I said, you know, I'm so glad that he, he became a partner because even if I had been in the broadcasting industry for well over 18 years, 17 years at that time. In radio, I was still kind of a noob. (laughs) (laughs) My radio experience is very limited. And you being my vet, you being my partner, like that taught me so much, so much. So thank you for that. We've talked about this before. And every time you say those words, it's always like, wow, like how did I get here? You know, that's how I always absorb it. So I'm going to say thank you. Thank you for saying that. And I'm going to return it. Na I'm really grateful that you helped me get to a point where naging normal for me yung idea of first establishing a very safe space at work because in previous years, I wasn't exactly the best advocate for that. Like I, <laughs> I know that I was very difficult to work with than for other people. So I had a lot to learn. I'm also grateful that we were able to establish an environment where it's okay to talk about having an off day. Na parang normal siya, tao tayo eh. Alam mo yun? Na parang naging normal siya for me because if, if this person who I work with closely, who I really respect, is very forthcoming that they're just not in the right headspace and that they need my help, then I'm going to do my part because they were vulnerable enough to tell me and but ko aabusuhin yung ganun? So I appreciated that. And it made me want to open up. And just the idea of 
it's okay to seek help. Because before we used to have those conversations when the mics were off, I thought that I would just have to call up a friend and schedule an inuman and then get pissed drunk and then carry on the next day. And now I know that that's not exactly the best or healthiest coping mechanism. So thank you for just normalizing all of that for me. You can make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) It is on that note that I'm going to wrap up this conversation with probably a few tips if you find yourself in familiar territory na pinag-usapan namin ni Cheska dito sa podcast na to. Like for example, if you find yourself going through bouts of anxiety, it's okay to seek professional help. That's where I'm going to start. I mean, you can talk to your friends and if you're more comfortable telling them that you need professional help, I think that's a great first step because you're already acknowledging that mm-hmm. you can't do it alone. Lots of resources online as well. Again, the first step is acknowledging Yep. And if you feel that things are because we're human and because we think that we can handle everything that's thrown our way, mm-hmm. don't, again, as, as what Stan said earlier, don't be afraid to protect your peace. Mm-hmm. Trust me, whatever you think that you deserve, you already deserve so much more. Because we always tend to put ourselves on the back burner. We tend to put ourselves last because we are so busy trying to get through life that we shift to autopilot. We do the things that we need to do without considering that maybe our souls are tired. Maybe our souls need a break. Yeah. And it's okay to take that break. It's okay to be selfish in those moments because you cannot spread yourself too thinly. Wala kang maiiwan para sa sarili mo. And on a related note, okay lang to set boundaries. Like, yes, it's so it's, important. It's very important <laughs> to set boundaries. Uh, you know, my mom used to always say, "Hindi ka naman si Superman," eh. and you know, she would say that to my dad whenever he'd be without his T-shirt on in an air-conditioned room. But I would like to apply those same words for you know people who are stretching themselves too thin. So whether it's like work or emotional baggage or whatever, uh, it's okay to set boundaries. There's nothing wrong with that. And finally, uh, don't be afraid to have conversations like this. Because that's that's where it begins. That, that's really where it starts. So, Cheska, I want to say thank you for having this conversation with me on the pod. I have been looking forward to getting to this type of podcast with someone. And I could not think of a better person to share this episode with. So, all of my love and gratitude go out to you for this. Thanks for trusting me with this. It's really nice knowing that you're able to help someone. Mostly also because I had my dark days too. So at least those dark days had a purpose. If you want the listeners to check out some of the more recent work that you're doing, because there is an entire catalog of work out there, where can you direct them to? (laughs) Uh, Of course, right now I am doing Off the Record with Mix and Cheska with Mix Bustos. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, check out my social media at Checklit on Twitter, Instagram, Cheska Litton on Facebook, the public Facebook page. And surprisingly, I am on TikTok. <laughs> yes, I was going to get to that. Uh, w- what is the TikTok handle? Still check lit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But don't expect much from my TikTok though. It's it, I, I, I'm not going to dance. <laughs> no. Be, it's just be nice. Random, be nice on TikTok. Random things. No, that's why. Like, I, I can't. I, I can't dance. I'm sorry. Uh, if you're on TikTok, be nice. Because I've seen the comments on TikTok. They're mostly nasty. So just be nice. Ah. Uh, Yeah. That's going to do it for season four of On Deck with Stan C. Huge, huge thanks going out once again to my very good friend, Cheska Litankalao, for being part of the season finale. And thank you for being part of this journey as well, for strapping in and just listening to me tell my stories, for sharing your stories on social media as well. It really meant a lot to get to have this opportunity to just tell my story and show you a bit of my reality, show you a bit of what my world was when I was in radio, what my world is right now as I get through the post-radio phase of my career. And Throughout the season, I've been getting this question a lot. When will you be back on the radio? I guess the answer isn't completely in my hands, to be very honest with you. So let's see what the future has in store. For the podcast, I've got some things I'm cooking up and I can't wait to announce it when the time is right. 
All I'll say is that On Deck was always supposed to be a pandemic passion project. And since the COVID-19 pandemic hasn't ended, then hey, this podcast isn't ending either. All right. I'm going to be bringing something new for season five and beyond. So stick around and just follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the meantime, you can check out my other work, starting with the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, which goes on Thursdays, 7 p.m. live on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod or on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. It's also part of the Podcast Network Asia family, and you can find the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to catch me talking about Chinoy issues on TV, you can catch me on Chinoy TV's Chinese by Blood, Filipino by Heart Season 2, which airs Sunday nights at 8 p.m. on CNN Philippines, with on-demand replays going up on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on Chinoy TV's Facebook and YouTube channels. As I get out of here, just my usual reminders, please keep your masks on. Get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. And siyempre, para on-brand tayo sa pinag-usapan natin here on the season finale. Show yourself some love. Show yourself some self-care. And do whatever you can to protect your peace. That's it for the show and for the season. Thank you very much to everybody at PNA behind the scenes. And thank you for embarking on this journey with me. My name is Stan C. And I hope I've earned the privilege of your time. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.